chapter 3, we're dealing with a new birth tonight. <clears throat> the new birth of being born from above. John chapter 3, in the words of the Lord Jesus, as he met with Nicodemus, or as Nicodemus met with him. <clears throat> John chapter 3, in verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, or teacher, we know thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, or born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now let me stop here on verse 5 to say this, that the term water is used here in this, the scriptures. Water is used of the word of God. And so uh, he, we know he's not talking about baptism here as many refer to it. And you have to be born not only the word but of the spirit. And so he said you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born to the flesh is flesh and that which is born to the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, he said, don't be surprised, that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. It's a divine necessity. You must be born again. Then verse 8, he listeneth where it pleases, and thou hearest the sound thereof, and canst not tell whence it cometh, or whether it goeth, so is every one that's born of the Spirit. This questioning continued until you get down to what we preached on last Sunday in verse 14. But here he gives the method of the new birth as he talks about as Moses lifted up a serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And he's talking about the cross. And so tonight what we want to deal with is two mistakes concerning new birth. And so it did clear up there, didn't it? <laughs> Number one is this. Now remember, we're dealing with mistakes that's going to damn hundreds of thousands of people. Number one, folks think they can, they can enter heaven although they are strangers to the new birth. That's the first thing. They believe they can go to heaven without the new birth. The second mistake is this. Men believe they can have the new birth without evidence of it. 
that's impossible too if you were being tried for being a Christian and you were in a court of law being tried for being a Christian would be enough evidence to convict you could they find enough evidence to convict you of being a Christian think about that alright in John 3 we have the first mistake that's cleared up is it possible that men can enter the Lord Jesus said no he says in this passage ye must be born again he was talking to a man who knew the Old Testament backward and forward you do not become a ruler of the Jews and the synagogue without knowing the scriptures so it wasn't a matter that Nicodemus did not know the scriptures he did he knew the scriptures but he did not know the new birth and the Lord Jesus is pointing out to him the new birth had he read the book of Ezekiel he'd have been on the track of the new birth read the Bible perhaps like many as Bible thanks and he did not get down to the truth of it and so he had missed the new birth and there's many tonight that cannot see and will never enter heaven even though they profess to be Christians because they believe that they do not need the new birth but we must have the new birth in order to go to heaven and our nature must be changed D.L. Moody illustrates it like this and I think it's a good illustration he said in Chicago where he lived during his ministry he said they had excursion boats going out on Saturday and he said a man that was an unsaved man happened to get on the wrong boat he got on a boat with a a boat of Christians and spent the whole Saturday with them wrong boat and then a man that was a Christian had got on the wrong boat and he was in a boat with a bunch of wicked people and he was with them all day both of these were miserable they were out of place according to their nature and it be that way tonight if a person could go to heaven without a new birth he would be miserable throughout eternity because he's not fixed up for it he doesn't have a nature for it he has to be changed something must take place Billy Sunday said you could take a pig and put him in the parlor and you could uh, put a nice bow ribbon around his neck and you could give him a bath and take perfume and put all over him and he said something would change but it wouldn't be the pig if you left him in the parlor because it's his nature you see and so in the new birth what we're talking about a new birth is the Holy Spirit coming into a person to live 
And as He comes in, He comes in to change you. And He changes your desires and ambitions and your ways and the direction of your life. And all of this takes place in the new birth. So here is the need and the necessity of being born again. Turn to Romans 8 and verse 7 and the word of the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 8 and verse 7. He says, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So they that are in the flesh cannot, is that what your Bible says, cannot please God, you see. And so the natural man can set out to please God all he wants to, but he never pleases God because he is in a wrong relationship with God. And he's got to have this help from above. He's got to have the new birth. He's got to have this change that comes, a supernatural, miraculous work of the Holy Spirit operating upon him. So how does a person become born again? By the divine work of the Spirit. Go back to John chapter 3 now. John chapter 3. And in verse 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 8. Now look at it. The wind. Or here is a picture or a term used of the Holy Spirit. The wind of the Holy Spirit bloweth where it listeneth where he pleases. And thou hearest the sound thereof, thou canst not tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth, so is everyone that's born of the Spirit. Now notice what he says. He says the Spirit of God is sovereign in his work of the new birth. He brings this about in a sovereign way. He'd have to, you see. He is God. And so God always acts like God. And the Holy Spirit is God. And so by the divine work of the Spirit, man is brought to the new birth. Titus has a word. It's in chapter 3 and verse 5. Titus 3, 5. He starts off giving this verse in a negative way. He says, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration. There you have the term 
regeneration, born again, same word. By the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. And so Titus is saying it's not by works of righteousness, but according to his mercy he saved us. Then look over in 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1. Verse 23. 1 Peter 1, 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed. Now you see how interchangeable now the word regeneration and born again is in the scriptures. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Now we brought something else in. You see, the divine work of the Spirit takes place, but the instrument he uses is the incorruptible word of God. He takes the incorruptible seed of the word of God and puts it down into the heart, and it brings forth fruit. Who does that? The Spirit of God. He, that word is dropped into the heart and it produces the new birth. I don't know all about that, but it's so. It's true. It's true. Turn to James chapter 1. verse 17 and 18 you have both of these together now the work of the spirit and the word of God he says in verse 17 every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom there is no verbalness neither shadow of turning now watch it. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth. Now you have the Spirit of God at work. He says of his own will he born us again. How? With the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Now <clears throat> How is one born again? By the divine work of the Spirit and the instrument of the Word of God as it's planted in the heart. That's how it takes place. Now what's a response from a person then? What's a response from the person that's being born again? Faith in Jesus Christ repentance and faith in Jesus Christ trusting him responding to this work of the spirit there are many terms that are used but we would say this when the divine work of the spirit is taking place there's a response from the human heart on this behalf and the work is done one is born again from above. 
and the new birth must take place in order for one to go to heaven or they'd be out of place throughout eternity you see heaven is a holy place and you've got to be holy to go there you've got to be holy to go there your nature has got to be fitting for that place and then the second question we deal with is this is it possible to have the new birth without having evidence of it now folks believe that they can have the new birth without evidence they believe that they can nod their head towards some truth in the churches and yet when they die they would go to heaven but I want us to turn now to the book that gives evidence of the new birth and that's 1 John 1 John talks about the fruit or the evidence of the new birth he states it in the last chapter and then he goes through the chapters given evidence John 1 John 5 and verse 13 he says these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God now he's writing to believers you see that that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God he said I'm going to give you some ways that you can know that you have eternal life I'm going to give you a test he said of eternal life give you a test on that and he does that all the way through this book and we couldn't touch on all that he has to say about it but I want us to take one verse out of each chapter that shows evidence now in the first chapter look at it chapter 1 and verse 5 by the way this is what is needed in this day in the churches is for folks to show evidence of regeneration evidence 1st John chapter 1 verse 5 verse 5 and 6 this then is the message which we've heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all John is saying there's not even a little bit of darkness in God he is light he's light then he says if we say if we profess that we have fellowship with him the one that's in the light if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness we lie and do not the truth now here is the first evidence that we put forth that one who is saved is one who walks in the light did you get that a saved person is one who walks in the light a person who has the new birth is one who will walk in the light now he may fall into the darkness but he'll go back to the light 
Now remember what he said. God is light. God is light. He may fall down, but he'll get up, and his direction will always be in the way of the light. Not in the darkness, but in the way of light. That's an evidence of the new birth. That's an evidence of the new birth. And that's why we keep saying to you that the world is looking to see how you get up when you fall down. Why, they're not watching as much if you fall down. They want to see how you're going to get up. And John is saying this is one of the clear evidence of the new birth and one that is saved will go in the direction of the light. The direction, the aim, and the purpose of his life, the habit of his life is always toward the light. Never toward the darkness. I remember I said he may fall into the darkness but he'll get out of it quickly he'll get out of it quickly now turn to the second chapter in verse 3 and hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments now, in this place, he's not necessarily talking about the moral commandments, though that may be included. He's talking about the commands or the sayings that Christ gave while he was here. And he says in John, the Gospel of John, he says this, If a man loves me, he will keep my commandments. He'll keep my commandments. Well, let's turn over there so you look at it. In John chapter 14. Verse 15. John 14 verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. A man told me this. He said, well, I love the Lord and I do as my heart tells me what to do. I said, that's not what your Bible says. The Bible says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And then, let your eyes drop down to verse 23. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. And my Father will love him, and we will come unto him, and make our abode with him. We'll live with him. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings. Now, if that's not clear, I don't know what could be clearer than that. He said, a person that loves me is one who tries to please me by keeping my words, what I've said to do. 
I believe that what Jesus had to say, everything he had to say had a moral content to it. I believe that the gospel has a moral content to it. I believe that's what's left out in the churches that's brought about the trouble that we're in today in the churches. The moral content of the gospel is left out. What are you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about this thing of the new birth is marked by obedience to Christ. Now, if obedience to Christ is not a part of your serving the Lord, then you've missed it. You see, this is an evidence of the new birth. He does not say if we remember our conversion experience. He doesn't say if we can quote 25 verses. He doesn't say if we can holler amen and, and uh, hallelujah. He doesn't say if we believe all the great doctrines. He said if a man loves me, Keep my words. My words. The dividing line between the hypocrite and real Christian is obedience. That's right. That's the dividing line. <clears throat> and then I want you to turn to John, back to the Gospel of John, chapter 10. I want you to see these connected together. The thing that you need to note that you are secure in Christ and also that you to be obedient to it. John 10 verse 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Now here is the earmark. He said they hear my voice. And here's the footmark. They follow me. Now notice verse 27 comes before verse 28. So many times folks will run down to verse 28 and they grab hold of this but 27 comes before 28 he said my sheep have an earmark for my voice and they have the footmark they follow me and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand my Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Now I want you to note something in verse 29. Do you see the word them, my Father which gave? you see how it's written? Them? It's not in the original text. Do you see the word man? How it's written? Not in the original text. The, the translators have put that in that way to let you know it's not in the original text. So what's he saying? My father which gave 
these to me is greater than all. And no man or creature or anything you can think of on the earth, above the earth, or beneath the earth, in the, the underworld, beneath, is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Now, here's what he's saying. He's saying, my Father has a big hand, and that hand is over my hand, and you are in my hand. So in order to get to you, they have to take away the Father's hand, take away the Son's hand, and that's, you see, you're covered. But what I want you to see is that truth flies with two wings. Verse 27 is before 28. And folks miss that so often. I don't want you to miss it. So, an evidence of the new birth is that one will keep his words. Not only walk in the light, but keep his words. Now, go to the third chapter of 1 John and verse 9. Verse 9. Whosoever is born of God does not commit, practice sin. 1 John 3, 9. We touched on this, I believe, last Sunday when we preached on the whosoever. Whosoever is born of God doth not practice, commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. This has thrown a lot of people for a loop when he says they cannot sin because they're born of God. Now, in, as the Holy Spirit lives in you, then he does not sin, and you do not practice sin. It's impossible for a Christian to practice sin. You see, this is not the habit of his life. He may fall into it, but he doesn't stay there. He may fall down, but he doesn't stay there. It's not the pull and the direction and the aim of his life to sin. Like John says, the aim of the Christian life is not to sin. Says that in his epistle. And he states that clearly. And he said, if you do sin, then we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. If you fall down, the aim of the Christian life is not to sin, but if you fall into sin, provision has been made for the believer who falls down. But the direction and the pull and the principle of his life is never toward sin. It's away from sin. It's never toward sin. And when you hear folks talking about that they are eternally secure, and yet they say, I can go out and do this and do that and do that because of that doctrine, they've missed what the Bible says here. They miss what the Bible says. For the practice of sin, the principle of sin, the pull of sin, the direction of sin, the aim, is not 
in the life of a believer. That is the very opposite. He runs from it. He runs from it. He doesn't want to be uh, around it. He runs from it. The habit of his life is away from it and toward holy things. And then over to the fourth chapter and verse 8. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. The fifth chapter, verse 1, goes with it. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begat loveth him also that is begotten of him. What's he saying? He's saying that Christians love Christians. See that? He said if you love the one that born you again, then you will love those who are born of him. That's what he's saying in verse 1. So another clear evidence of the new birth is love. Love. Love to one another. Love to one another. This is sadly lacking many times. Sadly lacking. And love can overlook a lot of things. Love. In the fifth chapter and verse 4 you find another evidence. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So a believer is an overcomer. He overcomes the world. He overcomes the pull the world has upon him. He overcomes uh, all these things that's weighting him down in the world. That's an evidence of a new birth. But listen, if you get your thrill from the world, that's the pull of your life toward the world. You mark it down. You need the new birth. You have to have that. If it's a pull of the world upon you. For the world <clears throat> has been cut loose from a believer. He's delivered from it. He's an overcomer. He's an overcomer. The evidence of the new birth, walking in the light, obeying the commands that Christ gives, not practicing sin, loving one another, overcoming the world. How'd you make out on this test? Here's the test of eternal life. Now, let me ask you again. If the policeman come to the door tonight, he, he would say, you're going to be tried in the morning for being a Christian. 
be enough evidence to convict you? Being a Christian? That's what we're talking about tonight. Let's stand together. Father, we're thankful for your presence in the service and for these truths that we opened up together. We pray as we leave this place this evening, we shall think seriously about them. That no one goes to heaven without the new birth. And no one has the new birth without evidence of it. It will show up in the life and the way that we live. Help us each one to examine our hearts. We pray in Jesus' name.